Welcome everyone to the post show. <laughs> Welcome to the new age. Wow! So I just showed Jeff a um, <laughs> uh, teledildonics uh, video. <laughs> An Oculus with yeah. a um, robotic flashlight paired together with some anime girl. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Well, it, 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 the. The video pairing, you know, the stuff, the people talking about Oculus in, in a, in that. It starts know, off with quotes. This yeah. is a game changer. And yeah. and then it shows this, this really dumb looking uh, porn stuff. And it's, uh, and then. Well, yeah. I, I like so the, I the transition though, because it shows all the quotes. It introduces the founder of Oculus, mm-hmm. but then it's him doing uh, to the camera, first person, the camera talking about something. But there's no sound, just the background music, and there's no captions. So he's just talking. You're like, what's going on? And it's it's a forerunner that, you know, whatever he has to say is just bullshit because this is what it's going to be used <laughs> <Yeah>. for. <laughs> Great video. Just look for Welcome to the New Age. It's Because you know, it has that song, but it's um, Welcome to the New Age Oculus. You can probably find it. Okay. I wanted to talk a little bit. Well, first of all, we should say sorry that the stuff hasn't been out lately. You've been very busy. Yes, I've had a hell of a two weeks. Got the shit fixed early hours of Friday morning. Um, we were set, trying to set up this uh, remote teletasting with Julia. Um, let's see. So Thursday night, I was up till about, well, for, uh, let's see. Thursday, mo- Wednesday night, Thursday morning, I was up till about. 4.30 a.m. Trying to get shit working. And I... It was really bad. Like, I couldn't even get back to a, the stable state I was at previously. Like, I couldn't wow. figure out the problem. I couldn't get back. Shit was not coming up. I finally got enough up that I could go to sleep. Because it was not going to affect like most of engineering. Yeah. And then I fixed that. So I... So I went to bed at like 4.30, got up at 8, went into work, finally got that got that fixed, the problem, got everything back to a stable state, did some more troubleshooting, going on vacation next week, need, we're paying a lot of money for this new thing I'm trying to incorporate into the network, uh-huh. so I didn't want it to like sit for another month, you know, like a month since it was installed. So... Not last night, the night before, Thursday night, Friday morning. Well, I got home Thursday and went to sleep. You know, so went to sleep at five o'clock. And that's when you wanted, you were a Johnny when you wanted me to call you and stuff. So I didn't even see your (laughs) phone call or message, uh, you know, because I was sleeping. Yeah, I don't normally do a lot of the the outreach stuff that Jeff does. So it was, um, yeah, well, it's fine doing it, but it was Mm -hmm. just like, Okay, I, I gotta do this because Jeff is just not. It was like, hey, Jeff has work. Do I understand? I, I gotta. Yeah, I, I gotta. So I mean, so this. during that time period, right? I was sleeping. I set the alarm. Got up at eleven. I was just o'clock. afraid that I was gonna do mess up. That's why I was like, uh, I need your yeah. help. <laughs> I, I got up at eleven o'clock. I um, started working. You know, I spent that hour a waking up, getting alert, getting all my stuff prepped. So I started really trying it again at twelve. 
had it all working by 2.30. So finally, like two weeks of like, I probably had like six of those late night sessions where I was up till four or five in the morning. That's crazy. It was funny because just as Jeff was getting done with his, I, I was encountering a problem that would work that uh, still don't have an answer to. We were able to f- find a solution uh, to the immediate problem, but as mm-hmm. to why it was occurring, it's one of those, right now it seems to be one of those cosmic things we don't know. There's really no reason why, but fortunately we could remove the process that was failing and not have anything suffer. But there, but we want to know mm-hmm. why, right. just so at least we have that in the back of our, uh, you know, because <laughs> at some point something like that's going to happen again. It'd be good to know what that is. Yeah, it turned out it was mostly a, a series of of misconfigurations. You know, I didn't have a lot of experience troubleshooting the technologies I was using, uh, routing protocols, OSPF. I've only used it over the last year or so, and it's been a really simple deployment, and it always just worked. So when I actually had to troubleshoot something that wasn't working, mm-hmm. it was very difficult to figure out how to troubleshoot it. Um, just the interfaces you're given. I mean, I know now what to troubleshoot, but it was non-obvious. And you're starting to get into the realm of things where it's like not every IT guy knows yeah. how to do this stuff. So... The internet, you know, you can find the information, but it's hard to find the right information. So yeah, the as people are not using the usefulness of, of the internet as a resource falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely something that I've noticed. But oh well. I wanted to talk to you about Mister Robot because I watched okay. the first two episodes. Okay, you told me last week that it was you thought it was the new Lost. I said potential to be. New Lost. I'm curious as to why you thought that. Now, I, I'm not, now, I'll say this. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, was that overhyping it, though? Calling it the New Lost? I don't know where you're coming from. Where I'm coming from is the the way the... I mean, right now, I haven't watched a Mr. Ro- I mean, I said that like moments out, like yeah. a day after I had watched the second episode. So I'm not sure I really feel that way right now. But the things that I was talking about was, well, you know, what the way they are... Um, I don't want to spoil it to anyone who hasn't watched the second episode yet. But, you know, it, the way they... You know, the, the way that they can throw a curveball in there. But also... What was the big curveball that you thought the second episode threw? They killed the main character at the end? No, he's not dead. No. No, that that's what you thought it was. I thought he killed the main character. Oh yeah. no, no, no. That was He's not dead? No. Well, shit. <laughs> I was wondering it because I was like I, I, I thought that and I was like, okay, that that let me t- look at the preview for the next episode. No, he's in it. So yeah. Oh. So Okay, so I didn't even look at the preview. Yeah, I mean it, okay, if they would have if they would have actually killed off the main character, that would have been an interesting stretch. But the thing is that uh the whole the, there's a whole question of whether the Christian Slater character is really in the main character's head, mm-hmm. and it's a very uh, Fight Club esque kind of thing. Yeah. So that wouldn't make sense to me. Okay. It, 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 was, it was so. I mean, I saw some of that yeah. too. I, I think so. I, I well, the the technology's done really well, so that's part of the reason. I like it, but that that I, I picked up on that. I mean, that was clearly 
you definitely were more appreciative of the way technology is, is handled because you've seen you've mm-hmm. wor- done work similar to that. Right. Not exactly. The same. I just think the 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 machine, you know, it, you know, the way you could take the story into the machine, you know, how it's it's so open ended, and you could open up a whole bunch of who's the puppet master, and that's kind of you know a lost esque thing. Sort of. I mean, I, what I did, you know, I thought I was gonna, I thought it was gonna get too preachy, but what I kind of liked is that there, it was never really stated who was the good guy, who was the bad guy, mm-hmm. and it was always sort of like everyone's kind of has, <laughs> no one is the good guy in this situation, and. Uh, in, in fact, I, I think the lead guy does a really interesting performance. Christian Slater does his Christian Slater thing. Uh, I'm not sure about the ostensible like girlfriend interest, mm-hmm. as the, you know the the pretty blonde one. Right. But I do think that the the hacker girlfriend. Yeah. The, well, the the, um, the pretty hooker one is, is an <laughs> interesting actress. I don't know what's going on with with the story mm-hmm. of the pretty blonde one, other than. Uh, She's dating some some doof, right? Yeah. Eh. I was hoping they killed off the main character. No. I'm like that is awesome. <laughs> no uh, wonder you were like, "Oh my god!" Oh, that sucks. No, Be- they didn't kill him off. <sighs> I wanted them I'm like because the character was good, and we talked before in the show. Like, what about killing off your main character like right at the front? You know, wouldn't that be an interesting? premise for a show and then pivoting and i thought oh they actually did it damn it that's it's a really hard sell you know because that does bring up comparisons lost because that was always lost or that was lost first plan was to do that in the very first episode was to kill off jack Mm -hmm. and they were gonna get like uh michael keaton to play jack i think in the first episode and kill him off and but the people at abc cooler heads prevailed and they said you know you're you're, bait, you're doing a bait and switch on your audience in some sense, and if you get them involved in a character and then suddenly take that away, they're not going to trust you again. Mm-hmm. See, I make it feel to me it feels like a roller coaster ride. Like anything's, yeah, anything's on the table. You can do whatever you want, and it was only you know two episodes. It's not yeah. like it's a guy you've been living with for six months, right? Right. But you know they could do something. I mean, he's, he, to, I mean, I'm not too sad that he's alive because he's a he's an interesting character. So it, it, to I me more it was, applauded them for for killing a good character. To me, it was kind of like the the show. It, it wasn't lost so much. It was like a Sherlock Holmes slash Dexterish thing because it, you know he has that whole mm-hmm. uh, I can see you know and sociopath thing. Yeah, I can see things other people can't, and I'm also talking to myself. You know, I'm narrating the thing. Um, although it's presented as, he's t- as, as we are one of his... We being the, the audience are one of his characters that he that he talks to in a sort of a schizophrenic way when he's on morphine. That's kind of implied, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's more than just implied. I think it's really pretty, pretty overtly stated at one point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're right. It's, it's not a straight-up narration. It's yeah. not Dexter's narration. It's um, him talking to, justifying and talking yeah. through himself what his motivations are. So and, and that is is almost like I, I noticed a, a, a Sopranos parallel because he's also talking to his therapist and so that you know mm. and that was the big Sopranos move was to 
take a take a mob thing and then also see it view the lens of you know a therapy session and I kind of you know that was the big the hook that drew people into Sopranos uh, and what what kept them there was all the people love mob stuff but right. the hook that brought them in was that this was presented in a different way by contrasting against a sort of more civilian life only thing I didn't like about it so far is in the first episode I think it's the first episode he had the the real folder on the table and the guy was an a-hole and he switched to folders and the other dude saw it you know like that's like oh yeah i didn't like that scene like it's probably gonna play i don't know how it's gonna play out but you know i just i just thought that scene was too it was poor writing i thought that scene was poor writing it, it was a little too yeah a little too obvious a little too mm-hmm. uh it, it could have been more subtle with it but i, I i'm looking forward to it and I, I i enjoyed it i didn't um you know i didn't i wasn't going gaga over it, but i wasn't like saying no i don't like this so Definitely going to keep watching and see what happens with it. Cool. I also uh, watched, I guess I was on a computer show, Halt and Catch Fire. I've heard that like last season sucked and this season's really good, is what I hear. I would say the first season was pretty good and this season's like, eh. Really? Yeah. Wow, interesting. First season's really cool. I mean, it, it's it's fiction borrowing from history, but there's enough in there like you can kind of see like when Compaq white roomed the IBM BIOS and rewrote the BIOS instructions. Yeah. You appreciate that kind of thing. So again, it's another tech and text done pretty good in there. I thought the first season was pretty good. Second season is it's more of a character drama in the second season. That's what it should be. I mean, I yeah. yeah. As a story guy, characters drive. Yeah. You know, we talked about this last yeah. time, but the characters so, drive. I mean, so like the the one character, um, like the he's not even the main. There's like four main characters, but you know, he's going through some some Heisenberg type shit. You know, where he's like top of the world, but demons. You know, that kind of thing. So that's that's a big part of of season two, and then. You know, the other characters are kind of struggling in their own ways. What does the name come in? Halt and Catch Fire. I mean, Halt is obviously, I'm thinking halting problem, halting, you know, it's, halting uh, it's, it's a programming term from the 80s. Um, basically, you know, halt the program and just dump, just blow out the memory and everything like that. So Don't that's... save anything. Purge. Interesting. I know, you know it, the name's really inside baseball. You yeah. know, you really don't want your name to be inside baseball. Well, I mean, but, think about it. We didn't know the term Breaking Bad until yeah. the show came around, so. Right. Yeah. It's it's evocative. Mm-hmm. So there's it that. Is, yeah. Like the the female lead, you know, she comes in the in the first season, she's hired on to program the BIOS. She's this hot shot Austin, you know, Texas tech student who um basically is smarter than all the boys in the class you know by like 10 times and and whatnot so they bring her in to 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 rewrite the bios just from the um descriptions that the reverse engineer guy made you know in the white room and you know and, and she has her quirks and whatnot but you know she's brilliant and then in the second season she wants to start and online, you know, it's a BBS, but, you know, she has big designs on her, right? And she's kind of faltering in, you know, running this business, this BBS thing. And Interesting. I mean, BBS. so it's a character. 
What's that? A BBS from that time turning big. The there well, really... there's there's a couple things. Like one of the other characters at the same time is like one has this idea of like he works for an oil company now and he wants to timeshare the mainframe, and it it sounds just like Amazon Web Services, right? Yeah, I think the writers are kind of playing playing the the web ser- or, you know that kind of thing a little too early like like they're trying to take something that's very popular right now and equate it back to 85 right and it just well it sounds like that's what they're doing with the they're doing essentially yeah. the same thing with the BBS yeah yeah like they're trying like they have like combat like tank battle type game and and, and an adventure you know text based role playing game mm-hmm. you know single single just a single player adventure game not even a MMORPG or a MUD or anything like that and uh, yeah, like and then they're it. talking about doing they're talking about doing a online first person shooter in like 84 85 and 85 yeah so the thing they're trying to work out right now in the season is they have these ideas to do this online first person shooter like on oh a my god 20, that's dumb like 2400 baud modem or something like that well, in not, a, con- not, not on, like that, on a commodore 64 but that's before i mean first person gaming you know came into be i mean i'm trying to remember what the very first one was i mean obviously doom was a big herald but you know before that there was um, it was wolfenstein it was wolfenstein but there was also an rpg um that had a uh first person viewpoint Wolfenstein was, you know, was Carmack's thing. Mm-hmm. It was him, you know, figuring out how to do the scrolling. Mm-hmm. It was it, before that. It was like, you know, you, you would move room to room or you right, would turn. Right. Mm-hmm. But Wolfenstein was all scrolling. Right. So I mean, they showed a preview, and it's all it's kind of it's all wireframe. <laughs> so it's like so uh, you're like playing first person shooter in a wireframe yeah. type thing. Okay. So all right. So you could make the argument. That Atari's um, what was the tank game? Combat? Not combat. Oh, oh, oh. the arcade game. Battle tank. Battle, yeah, yeah. The, That's that, kind of first person shooter. That yeah. was the, that was that may have been one of the real harbingers of, of that kind of because that was it was a first person game and mm-hmm. used vector graphics yeah because that was the only way you had <laughs> you didn't have power to do anything else right um yeah battle zone battle zone that's it yeah yeah so i mean they're working on basically the precursor to wolfenstein you know like a first person walking down the halls mm-hmm. shooter type thing My wireframe name? wireframe yeah you, you I mean, the, but the, you know, the, the nice thing about tanks is, be, is is there just squares or or, poly, or very simple polygons. Mm-hmm. If you had to do people, that's way too complex for the technology at the time. People could be a couple rectangles stitched together. True. True. The but the aiming would be. I mean, think of how. Yeah, it's not going to be like mouse aiming. You know, like right, you know, yeah. it's going to be like get. You you actually get if he's in the hallway in front of you, you shoot. You got to hit him, right? Or mm-hmm. there's a probability thing or something. But yeah, you it didn't have exactly hit scan going on. Mm-hmm. All that stuff had to be figured out. They actually they've actually did a little little subplot about the protocol and like figuring out like in the in con, in their online combat game like how they were sweeping the tokens for uh, fires and things like that, and it was kind of not. Sweeping the tokens for well, fire. like like 
I don't remember. Like a token story. ring network? Not, not token ring okay. network, no. But basically, there would be a sequential check to see, you know, okay, what has Greg done? What has Jeff done? But because it's slow enough, it didn't have the resolution to know, like, I could have shot before you, but because you're next in line, you get the shot registered and you get the kill registered type thing. So they were talking about improving the protocol to, to handle that, you know. So, I mean... That's true. That's something you have to consider. It's it's kind of a it's it's a Galilean relativity question essentially because you're yeah. Anyway, so I I mean I so you know I had to recommend Mr. Robot for you. I, I hesitate to recommend Halt and Catch Fire for you. I don't know. I mean, you might like it. You might not. I'm not that interested in in it. Um, there are other things on my list that I'd rather catch mm-hmm. up on. Uh, Speaking of Galilean, how about those Pluto pictures? Yeah, how about how about the those pictures are fucking sweet. Yeah, we got something out the Pluto. You know what's crazy? I, I didn't know this, but you know the flyby, boom! It's gonna take sixteen months to download all the data from yeah, the flyby. Yeah, because they only have like a one bit per second throughput rate because they're so far away. One bit per second. One or no one byte per second? One kilobyte? One kilobyte per second. I, yeah. yeah, it's sure. I didn't look at the bit rate, but uh, 16 months to download because yeah. it has so much onboard storage and it's going to collect so much data. So it's like there's going to be like discoveries trickling in. You know, yeah, like, well, it would I mean, be really cool over the next year and a half. That's all. I mean, that's that's even the case with something like the Large Hadron Collider. It It collects. Result. I mean, they were still coming out with, with results and new analysis, uh-huh. two years into its uh, into its shutdown because there was just so much data that they had gathered, and right. they had to you know parse through it. But that's so still analyzing data you have. This is data that's been collected, but you don't have it for right, another yeah. sixteen months. But it, well, the reason why is because of course, you know the you have your signal drops off at the uh, square of the distance. And you, that's omnidirectionally. If you do it directionally, you still have a you, know, you still have issue, and you are now what is it twenty AU's away, something like that. No, no, Pluto is nearly thirty. Talking to Pluto is hard. Why it takes so long to get data back? Planetary.org. It's it's about four and a half hours transmission time, and yeah, just making sure because they have to do a lot of error correction too to make sure they get it and. Yeah, it's just it's just flowing through about one kilobyte per second, I believe, is the data rate. That's slow. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see if I can scan. What it about out. how it it almost <laughs> oh it it, uh, it halted and catch and <laughs> caught fire. It had a they had a fault um, that was that could have been horrific because it was right before. Uh, the flyby, but they managed to figure out what the problem was. One kilobit per second. Yeah. So 1,024 bytes. Or 1,000. Only depending. the Deep Space Network's very largest 70 meter dishes can detect New Horizons faint signal. <laughs> Interestingly, interesting thing about um, New Horizons. It was it was launched the it was like the fastest thing we've ever launched out off of the Earth. 
uh, in order to get it there in 10 years. It still will never get nearly as far out. or it, it will It'll never, never catch up to Voyager. It'll never catch up to like Voyager, yeah. Right. Yeah, I learned that today, too. And that's because when Voyager swung by Saturn and Jupiter, they picked up more speed. So it, while um, it's on New Horizons is the yeah. fastest thing we launched chemically, it's not the fastest man-made probe. Right. Has about twenty years of of uh, fuel on it of power, and right. uh, the Voyager's on a hyperbolic trajectory outside of the solar system. I believe that uh, the New Horizons will will never make it out of the solar system. Mm. They didn't talk about that. I didn't realize it was. So I, I guess it's still a parabolic. I think it will still ultimately come back. There, there's two uh, orc cloud, or I guess other. Kuiper Belt uh, the candidates. Way yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, miss, I misspoke. <laughs> yeah. I misspoke. Two Kuiper Belt candidates that they yeah. might have a secondary mission on. But the pictures, it's crazy how, like, you know, in a month we went from having pictures, Hubble being able to shoot a better picture than yeah. New Horizons can, to the, the thing that, like, holy cow, you can see ridges on Pluto. Yeah. It, it, it really is. It, it, it was hard to imagine. It's hard to put your head around the fact that 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 is a little world until you have those pictures. For some reason, those pictures really nail in your head that these are you know. It it does because you think you know okay Pluto's just an ice ball. You Mm -hmm. think of like snowball or something, but then you see it and you don't think of it the same way anymore. Yeah, Yeah, one of the 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 principal investigator, you know, he way he described this data trickling back thing. It's like you know, it's as if. The probe is in orbit around Pluto, you know, because they're going to keep learning yeah. stuff. They can't task it to do anything new, so that's different from being in orbit. But you know, it's going to be this long, drawn out discovery process, which is very fascinating. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the stuff they do. I mean, because who knows what they're going to find? That that's the cool thing about it is that it's you don't we don't know. I mean, we have assumptions, but we don't know what the heck's going on out there. So getting an idea, I think we'll nail down for people that Pluto really is a different object than what we would consider other planets. But the principal investigator, he doesn't like he doesn't like dwarf planets. He says Pluto well, is the not. same thing as all the other planets. Yeah, well, ask him about Ceres. Because <laughs> Ceres is the same thing as other planets, and if that's the case. And now we have to start talking about Sedna then, we have to start talking about Areas so they start talking about all these other things, and mm-hmm. it just makes sense to. Ca- I mean, I like. I don't think that. I don't think that Earth should be on the same. Should be considered the same type of object as Jupiter. Right. I think calling both of them planets is you're missing something. You're missing well, something. Very- rocky. Well, there's rocky, gassy, and dwarf. I mean, so you got. Well, there's also. I mean, Neptune and and Uranus are are different objects than Saturn and Pluto, and then Saturn and and, uh, and Jupiter. They're these, you know, these ice giants as opposed to the, mm-hmm. uh, the gas giants. And they're, not, they're not really, I mean, they're giant, they're 12 times the size of the Earth, but they're not nearly as large as Jupiter or Saturn. So they're different objects, too. I would say the rocky planets are kind of roughly the same in terms of what they are. I mean, Venus is very is, is an outlier in terms of its huge atmosphere. Earth is an outlier too. They all are. They I mean, all are. Yeah, Mercury all are. doesn't have a mantle, right? Yeah. The mantle is blown off. You know, Mars 
doesn't have any tectonics. Any, well, I guess Jupiter or Venus doesn't have tectonics. It's, it's seized up, right? It's yeah. too hot. So, I mean, planet planets are unique little snowflakes. Yes. Yeah. I, in, in some ways, it, the, the problem is that the term is is has become too too loaded. The term has probably lost its usefulness. It's just become it's become too all-encompassing and so we need to start defining things in a better I mean they're still called dwarf planets it's not like they're called dwarf not planets right so. yeah but yeah Pluto is better to classify Pluto along with its neighbors the same way they want to classify Ceres with its neighbors the king of the Kuiper belt just call him that but it might not be isn't Eris bigger I don't think so <clears throat> I think Eris is bigger than yeah. Pluto It'll be fun to. Uh... Now the problem is, you mentioned the Oort cloud getting out there. That's at least over. It's over 100 AU's at least. Right. So I, I, yeah. uh, you know, and Pluto's only 30 AU's. So to get to the Oort cloud would be ridiculously hard. So we don't. We don't even really know it's there. It's thought that it's almost certainly there, but we don't have the evidence the evidence is much more and you know it seems that's usually where comets come from I kind of you know I've mentioned this before I'm kind of a a skeptic of the traditional uh, standard model of 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 planetary formation I I'm I'm willing to be convinced either way but I kind of think it might be likely that there's a whole lot of shit out there there's a whole lot of little planetoids and other things just in between, just flying around. I think it's possible that we could have a lot wrong about our. You mean inside the main part of the solar system, or you mean out by the Kuiper belt? In in inter, in uh, interstellar space, I think there yeah. could be a lot. Oh, of... just stuff floating in interstellar yeah. that hasn't accreted with anything. No, I think there could be like lots of little planetoids and stuff like that flying out in, in interstellar space, I and mean, we we it'd be really hard to tell. Even infrared, they'd, they'd be barely visible. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of space, but there just could be just a lot of just stellar detritus that just flows through. Right. It, it still wouldn't account for you know things like dark matter. I'm I'm curious. And I've never really looked this up, but like, at what distance would an Earth-sized planet not be observable? Like how much? Further beyond Pluto would it have to be to not be observable from Earth? You know, that kind of thing. That would help put into perspective how hard it is to find things way out there and how there could be nemesis lurking, you know. I I know that, like, the Neowise, uh, which was an infrared uh, survey, ruled out anything around, like, Jupiter size within 400 AUs. Oh, okay. So, but that's Jupiter size. Mm Mm-hmm. The reason why I did it is because you know we would see, we would assume to see a certain uh, amount of infrared radiation from something as big as Pluto or something as big as sorry Jupiter. But yeah, an Earth size, I don't know. But well, Earth size I mean, planet is not. But I mean, that's a piece of data I didn't know. Yeah. So I mean, that's good. You know, four hundred AU, we're certain. I, I think it's you know, it's probably probably ninety five. There's no Jupiter-sized yeah. planets. 
Space is big. Space is very, very big. Talk about dark matter. You know, neutrinos we know exist, right? They're dark matter. They absolutely are. They they have, but they're not cold dark matter. They're hot dark matter. They're dark matter because they they do not interact electromagnetically. They only interact with the with uh, with gravity, and uh, for in neutrinos' case, the weak force. They're so called hot though because they're relativistic. They're really really fast, so they can't be contributing to the, you know, the kind of things that we mm-hmm. see in our in our evidence, right. And everything, it looks like gravity every other way. So that's why we're like, well, probably is these particles that we can't detect, but we don't know for sure. But every other thing, it, just, it looks exactly like gravity. Mm-hmm. But dark energy, we really have no idea. Right. Should you do Greg explains his tweets? <laughs> I haven't seen any of your tweets this week. I don't think I made many. Let's see. Uh, okay, I did Jawas did nine eleven? Houdini and Invader lied. Imperial troops died. Those are kind of obvious dumb jokes. Um, Going to see Doug Benson do a Doug Loves movie tomorrow? No, I'm not. No. I, I did this thing, and this is this was me commenting. Uh, about some people that was taught that I was seeing them discuss. I guess it, I, I guess it's a religion thing. I think this tweet, but I, I don't know exactly what my mindset was. But my tweet is: it's not ridiculous because it's not true. We don't know if it's true. It's ridiculous because it doesn't work. That's me saying. Uh, that, that's me talking about possible ways, you know, that people have come up with. Uh, if for for how the universe works or something, and uh, like the a lot of the god concepts out there, the god concepts that are out there, to me, it's they're not they're ridiculous, but they're not ridiculous because they're not true. We don't know if they're true, but they're ridiculous because if you take that and apply it to what we see, it doesn't it doesn't work. That mm-hmm. was my idea behind the tree. I don't know if that got through. Uh, South, mentioned South Carolina in this tweet because they just took down the Confederate flag. I thought it was very interesting because to me, this is South Carolina saying there's a new enemy. They're called gay people. I think we can put aside our black versus white thing right now. <laughs> the um, did you see like the app, Apple was oh. taking Confederate like Civil War games off? Yeah, the I app thought store? that was like that's an overreaction. I mean, the, the games that are Civil War games and so they have a Confederate flag, that's like, you know, taking down, like, Wolfenstein because there were swastikas in it. And it's like that you're kind of missing the a little historical thing. Is It's not celebrating uh, mm-hmm. Southern pride. It's it's just, it's a historical game. So I, I thought that was a little bit of an overreaction. But it's Apple's choice, right? They can do whatever they want. Right. Okay, here's one. Because I talked about Jurassic World last week and how I thought it was really shitty. Turns out I saw another movie that was so shitty that it made me reevaluate <laughs> Jurassic World. All of a sudden I realized, okay, Jurassic World is just merely sloppy and milk toast. The new Terminator movie was just a terrible piece of shit. Wasn't Awful. That bad, really? Awful. 
I thought I heard people talking good things about it. Oh, God, it was so terrible. Not but, only can uh, Amelia Clark not act, I'm sorry. She's <laughs> she's not good. I mean, she's, she's very pretty boobies. We all know this from Game of Thrones. I don't think that she's a very good actress. Uh, the guy they picked to do... Uh, Kyle Reese was um, Schwarzenegger is kind of fun the whole story is a convoluted mess Uh, and it's just the whole thing is just a complete mess and you're you're just like I was like bored watching it I was really bored (laughs) it it was like it reminds me of some of those like I think I may have seen a video I never watched in the theater but I think I may have seen like the first Transformers movie and they have all this "Quote unquote exciting things happening on the screen. And I'm just bored with it. Like what? This is just <laughs> digital masturbation. It's nothing interesting happening, right. and it's not the same kind of like special effects bonanza. There is plenty of special effects, but what was going on was just so ridiculous and, and overdone and silly that it was just like, oh, come on." Sometimes a straight. Sometimes you don't need to get super clever about your narrative. Sometimes you can just do a real good narrative if your characters work. That'll work well. And they were trying to be super clever, and then not having actors to pull it off. Why was the Terminator old? Is that explained? Yes, that's explained because he uh, his skin grows is, is uh, human skin, so it so it ages. He's still the right, you know, the mechanical Terminator. But even that wears out over time. Okay. They reference it several times because there's a, a a running sort of one of the runners in there is Arnold saying that he's old but not uh, not useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the same physical robot in all the movies. No. No. Uh, in because the first he's the same type of Terminator. Right. right. But there are multiple different types of Terminator. Right. He's the the T eight hundred. The liquid metal guys mm-hmm. are the T one thousands. I guess in Terminator three, which doesn't really exist anymore in the canon, there was a TX, which was the girl. Uh, now there is a there are two new Terminator types in this one, in addition to a T one thousand and an uh, and an Arnold. So okay, so he's just another T eighty, but he's just been around the block. Yeah, he's been okay. around a long time. And they totally, they totally mess with the with the timelines and and because they think that's clever. I see. Yeah, it's ugh, gross. Bad. Guns and Roses playing music in the. Yes. No. Really. I think it's uh, she's listening. To, she's listening to something. I forget what it is, but it's movies. It's music from like '84 because that's when it's that, that's when some of the movie takes place. Okay. Um, gravity's a t- oh. I, I I try to go outside of the box and explain gravity as something different. Gravity is a time lag associated with how we measure moving objects from a different but entirely valid perspective. Uh. I'm not sure I, I buy that <laughs> completely. But it's an interesting way of looking at Greg it. Greg refutes his tweets. Yeah. I, I think it's an interesting way of looking at it. I, I don't think it illuminates. I think it confuses more than illuminates. So, okay. just hey, sometimes you try things, they don't work out. Um, oh, and uh, I did mention that they Comcast changed the name of 30 Rockefeller Plaza. Plaza. 
to the Comcast building. Hmm. So I said, I wasn't mad before. Now I'm mad. <laughs> That's 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. The Comcast building. The Comcast building. The Comcast building. The fuck? I know. I mean, that's just... (laughs) Imagine a show called Comcast Building. (laughs) Yes, I (laughs) could imagine. Yeah, I guess you can. All right. That was Greg Explains His Tweet. (laughs) (laughs) This is Amazon Anonymous. We haven't done that in ages. All right. Pause while we dig it up. Okay, we're rolling. What do you got? Okay, Grand Vila Moxpad X6 Pro Sound Isolating Earphones with Single Dynamic Microdriver Sport Hi-Fi In-Ear Headphones with Memory Wire and Inline Microphone Detachable Cables Uses 3.5mm Plug with four iPhone 6. <laughs> it's a huge... That's the, the title. description is ridiculous. No, that's the title. The title, the description. Yeah. The, yeah, the description is... Um, dash red. Dash red. Uh... It's basically the in-ear headphones that I guess have some sort of uh, dynamic uh, um, stuff going on, but it seemed like a pretty good deal. 20, 25 bucks for those. Cool. I thought they, were, they looked neat. Uh, here's, a, here's one review. I love this Buds. I love this Buds. These deaf about fireplace, my Beats 2.0. I love how you can bend the wire over your ear. I want thinking about buying the Sure, but with my, with kids, my pockets says otherwise. I love them. That was literally the review, nice. word for word. Yes. I love this buds. Don't get the Sure. I love this buds. I'm gonna go with the MediFlow water-based pillow two-pack. Pillow clinically shown in three independent clinical studies to improve sleep and reduce neck pain. Chiroflow pillow ranked best in all five categories. Studied over all other pillows tested. Is this like... Because I know there... I've seen pillows where they have some... You put some cold water on them so they don't get... uh, They don't get hot. I don't know what a water-based pillow is. Let's see here. The MedFlow water-based pillow is the only pillow... Okay, I already read that crap. Uh, uh, John Hopkins, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Pillow can be adjusted to user's preferred support level by simply adding or removing water. Can you wash it? Yes, you can, but I would not dry it in the dryer. Is it cooler than other pillows? No, I don't think they are cooler than other pillows. For me, it was a support the pillow gives and bent able to adjust it to my comfort. Hmm. <laughs> what are the dimensions of it? Bigger than your head. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Just kidding. 24 long, 16 wide. When filled with water. You've heard that old uh, saying that he's cooler than the other side of the pillow? I've not heard that. Yeah. I've heard that, you know, referring to, like, um, 
normally referring to people who have a cool head about them in, in like sports events. So like mm-hmm. you're saying, this guy doesn't get rattled. Right. He's cool on the other side of the pillow. Lots of five-star reviews for your water pillow. Cool. Thank you, everybody. I think I think we're both kind of exhausted from this week. So. Yep. We can wrap it up. All right. We will uh, see you next week. Hopefully, we'll get these things out. I will get them out quickly, yes. and um, you know, we'll get back onto a weekly rate. Just, the deluge yeah. of craft beer radio. Right. Boom, boom, boom! Just too much, too much craft beer radio for you to handle. Since you've <laughs> not it. enough to wait too much. <laughs> Just listen to all those saber salons. That's right. <laughs>